It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time. Time for silver and black today. To the ground game. Touchdown Las Vegas. We're breaking down the latest Raider news from on and off the field. And bringing you conversations with newsmakers and record breakers. So hold on, Raider Nation. It's time to get get it it on. Here's your hosts, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moulton. Welcome back. Silver and Black today, special Friday edition. How are you, Raider Nation? Welcome back. This is your host, Scott Branson. My partner, Mo Moten, is on assignment. Just a special quick Friday show. We're going to look at the quarterback market. Yes, the Raiders moving on from Derek Carr. What is he going to do? Where might he end up? And what about the rest of the quarterback market? And what do the Raiders need to do to land a top quarterback? Joining us today will be Super Agent Lee Steinberg, so don't go anywhere on that. Do us a favor. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. doesn't matter if you're on Apple, you're on Spotify, you're on uh, Google Play. Wherever you listen to stuff, you can find Silver and Black today. Mo and I would appreciate it. If you hit the subscribe button, also put on the auto-download That way you always get the latest podcast pushed right to you. Check out our YouTube channel as well. If you go over there, just search Silver and Black today. Hit subscribe and do us a favor. Just smash that uh, notifications bell as well. That way you will get notified every time a new video pops up. Okay, joining us now, Lee Steinberg, of course, super sports agent. He's an entrepreneur, best-selling author, and CEO of Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment Holdings. And if you remember, often credited for being the real-life inspiration for the Oscar-winning film, Jerry Maguire has been on the show before. Lee, thanks for joining us and talking quarterbacks today on Silver and Black Today. It's my pleasure. All right, so let's jump in. I want to start first with, obviously, the Raiders are moving on from Derek Carr and, um, you know, the end of a relationship between a player and a team. uh, I guess it can be okay sometimes, but it never seems to be a a friendly divorce. And in this case, with Derek Carr, benched the final two weeks of the season. Um, And and I, you know, a lot of fans, as you know, Derek Carr, very polarizing amongst uh, Raider Nation. And a lot of fans were upset with, quote-unquote, the way he was treated. Um, when you have a nine-year veteran, in your experience as an agent as well, um, how do you handle that? Is there any good way to handle that situation? I think by having a mutual statement between the team and mm. the player and language that you both agree upon mm. that explains to the public what the situation is. And so um, you have nine years of a player playing his heart out. And so the, you want to give him a graceful ending. Now at a certain level, there is no graceful ending (laughs) because, um, and, and if you think about it, history is replete with all sorts of players. Tom Brady did not end his career in new England. Um, You can go back years to uh, Johnny Unitas or Joe Namath or whole 
series of players, Brett Favre, did not end up with the original team they were drafted by. And mm-hmm. so it's just part of the uh, game. But um, the more transparent you are with the public, the better chance there is for it to be graceful. Yeah, that makes sense. I appreciate that, too, because I was asking the question. I didn't get a lot of good answers. I knew with your background and having to deal with uh, uh, players from all sports and having to deal with that, that you would have a, a great answer and a great recommendation. Certainly appreciate that. Now, we look at Derek Carr, and one of the situations, it's a very unusual situation because the Raiders signed him last year to a contract extension. Everybody knew that that sort of paid attention that the Raiders had this sound of out window that can, if they let him walk away, just cost them $5 million in dead cap space. Um, but they can also, because he's got a no-trade clause. Now, Derek Carr, we know, is upset. His brother, David Carr, has been in the media, you know, criticizing the Raiders over the move and how it was handled. Um, but yet, there's still the opportunity for the Raiders to perhaps trade him. In this position, if you're the player, if you're the agent, um, is there really any motivation for you? Uh, is, is it the original contract, if somebody's willing to take it on? Or do you think the market is 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 good enough for Derek? Derek Carr, that he can do, he could do either or and be fully uh, secure in 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 a contract and and getting a, a good price for him. The quarterback market has dramatically changed mm-hmm. with uh, explosion at that position. So now all of a sudden you've got. And when we did Patrick Mahomes several years ago, it seemed like uh, you know biggest contract in the history of sports. But now all of a sudden you have Deshaun Watson signing a new contract. You'll, you'll, uh, you'll have Lamar Jackson signing a new contract. You have Joe Burrow is up for contract. It's going to be $50 million a year. Mm. So the key in Derek Carr's situation is can he find the ideal home? He has no trade clause. Can he find the ideal home? If he likes his contract, then nothing wrong with getting traded because the contract follows you. If he doesn't, then he can aspire to be a free agent. And uh, now there are a number of quarterbacks that are free agents from uh, Tom Brady to Daniel Jones, from Lamar Jackson to Geno Smith to Garofalo. I mean, so it's, there there are a lot of other quarterbacks who will be free agents. Taylor Heineke. I mean, you can go. It's a long list. Um, but having said that, um, the real question today is: Can Derek Carr? find someone who thinks he's a franchise quarterback Mm. and that's someone you can build around for some years someone you win because of rather than with and ultimately in critical situations adversity throwing a couple interceptions the crowd is booing the game is getting out of hand it's the fourth quarter can that player compartmentalize, tune out distractions, and elevate his play to take a team to and through the playoffs. And that's what he's looking for. He's looking for the best organization, the best head coach, the um, uh, best supporting cast, the best line, (laughs) the best uh, whatever. There will undoubtedly, the deck flips regularly. And so there undoubtedly will be locations he just 
needs the same kind of thing that happened when the Raiders took him, which is someone to really believe in him. Now, I think he'd be really impressive in interviews uh, Mm because he's very bright and good command of the game and nice personality. Players love him. So um, he's got a lot going for him. And um, um, so it's just a matter of if you're the agent in this situation, can you find an ideal team? And then, is there a trade that can be worked out that preserves the contract or are you willing to take a risk and, mm. uh, and deal with the fact the market's exploding? Yeah. Yeah. Then that's interesting because I, I think from a team perspective, right, you would love to take on the contract. Yeah. It's th- I think it's 36 this year and then 42 next year. And if the market's at $50 million or whatever it goes to, then that's under market. And as a, as a club, I would imagine you'd love that. My, my question on that too, though, is this, they have the, the one thing in the contract between Derek Carr and the Raiders is they have to decide this within three days after the Super Bowl. Um, as somebody who's negotiated deals like this, is that is that a task that's very, very difficult? Are we making more out of it than it is in the media? Uh, or is it is it going to make it hard to perhaps find a deal and do it that quick? You have to make the assumption that both parties have had some anticipation. Hmm. And uh, in other words, Derek Carr probably knew more about what the Raiders' intentions were um, because of his involvement as the critical player in the franchise. So uh, I can only speculate. I don't know this for sure. But the agent and the uh, player probably were thinking through what options would be at the end of the season. And clearly before they sat him for a couple uh, games. The front office of the Raiders has uh, done uh, the best thinking they can. So it's not going to, um, the fact of the matter is uh, Super Bowl is still several weeks away. Mm-hmm. And uh, this thought process is going on as we speak, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. Good. Okay, that's 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 interesting. We appreciate that. All right. Well, let's move on now. Uh, again, we're talking to Lee Steinberg, uh, and he's giving us a rundown of the quarterback market. Now, we talked about uh, Derek Carr and the Raiders. Now, the Raiders have to go find a quarterback, and of course, they have a high draft pick. It might not be high enough to get some of the top quarterback prospects, um, and so they may end up going into the quarterback market themselves. When you look at the Raiders organization, what happened to Derek Carr? How that was handled? Which we started the show off talking about. Uh, and then, of course, uh, how things have gone with Josh McDaniels after one season, it not going well. Um, if you're a quarterback and you're looking to go somewhere, if you're a veteran, if you're Tom Brady, of course, we've heard the name because of the McDaniels. We've heard, of course, Jimmy Garoppolo too, Jacoby Brissett. These guys all played for Josh McDaniels when they were in New England. Um, when you think about the Raiders situation and, and at quarterback, is that an appealing situation to go to uh, with what's happening there with the coaching staff? and the new GM? I still think it's appealing because um, Dave Ziegler is uh, a really uh, bright and capable guy. Mm. Um, You're in Las Vegas, uh, which the town's just gone crazy over the team. (laughs) Um, And it's a market with a lot of uh, possibilities. And, um, um, and, And you have a coach who's sort of seen as a quarterback whisperer. So the fact of the matter is 
the last year is something they all want to forget, but you're trying to project into the future. Mm. And in the future, you're going to make an assessment of the roster, but you're really going to look at um, who's the quarterback coach, who's the offensive coordinator. Um, and in this case, you have a head coach who's been um, all of that and, um, and has a specialty in working with quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So I think all of that is uh, appealing. You're not looking so much at the past, but at the capacity for the future. So um, uh, two things. First of all, if there's someone in a draft that the team particularly covets, they can always try to work a trade. Remember Mm -hmm. that when um, it was Mahomes, Kansas City was sitting at 26. They traded all the way up to 10. History is filled with examples of where Teams gave up draft picks to move up the draft if if they like the quarterback from Alabama or Ohio uh-huh. State or whoever it is, and um, so they, they've got options. Or this is a a big market filled with, like I said, Tom Brady, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Daniel Jones, Jimmy Garoppolo, Geno Smith, Lamar Jackson, Derek Carr. Now some of those people will get. Um, will get uh, franchise or tagged mm-hmm. or, or reach a new contract with their team. But that's still a fair amount of talent out on the market. Um, and um, so they'd, they'd have their choices. And then if they didn't like the draft, they might want to wait a year, uh, sign one of those veteran quarterbacks. I'm not telling the Raiders how they can proceed because <laughs> they don't need my help. But but one option is, you know, then a year from now you've got Caleb Williams coming out yeah. of SC. Big one. And there'll be more this is not as deep a a drafty mm-hmm. market as um, there's been in other years. In other words, assuming Bryce Young gets picked really high and then the Ohio State quarterback, I mean but this process pushes quarterback rankings up. So, yes. because the, but all I'm saying is there are a lot of free agent quarterbacks to choose from, mm-hmm. and um, I'm sure they'll they'll figure it out. All right, we're going to step aside real quick. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with super agent Lee Steinberg on the quarterback market for the Raiders and throughout the NFL. This is Silver and Black today, and Odyssey Original Podcast. Don't go anywhere. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Silver and Black today, a Friday edition of our Odyssey podcast. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Just search Silver and Black today. Hit subscribe, put on the auto download, and then we love you. We appreciate it. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe there and hit the notifications bell. All right, back to Lee Steinberg. Absolutely. Again, Lee Steinberg is our guest. And Lee, we look at the entire quarterback market, and you just mentioned some of those big names. Of course, Tom Brady at almost 46 years old is out there. Uh, some other big names, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, we don't know if he wants to stay in Green Bay. He's got a massive contract. And you look at that. Uh, when you look at the situation, particularly with Aaron Rodgers, with with a big contract number there, um, what, what do you see for him and, and Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson has now missed 10 games over two seasons. Does that, does that bring his value down at all, or is that completely driven by the market and that won't matter when he's on the open, uh, open market? That's what I think, because mm. um, we're not playing croquet here. This is not chess. <laughs> Lamar Jackson didn't uh, uh, get injured uh, uh, at Club Med or, you know, uh, uh, or, or, or uh, jumping off mountains. He, he, uh, he got hurt. Look, that critical position. It is impossible to get too far in the playoffs. I mean, look at the quarterbacks who are left. Mm -hmm. um, it's impossible to get too far into the playoffs and certainly not to the Super Bowl without that franchise quarterback. And uh, so I have no idea what's going on in Baltimore. I assume that what happened was that uh, Lamar, who has no agent, is his own agent, looked at Deshaun Watson's contract. <laughs> and probably what happened is Baltimore said that's an aberration, too much money, too much guarantees, we can't do that. And he said, well, I'm the next quarterback up. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and I'm an MVP of the league. And, uh, and there you go. Yeah, incredible. What about Aaron Rodgers? What do you see for him? Because he has that large contracts number still there, and it looks like he's been lukewarm about talking back, going back to Green Bay. What do you see in his future and and the possibilities for him? Well, first of all, you just assume he's staying in Green Bay because mm -hmm. uh, Aaron is very expressive and you know, has been expressing a lot of different uh, feelings, but. Um, you know, that team started to get lively at the end again. They mm -hmm. went through early struggles, and they did not make the uh, playoffs. So he wouldn't love that, but what a major – Tom Brady did it, but what a major adjustment to have played your entire career <laughs> in one place. And now you're going to go leave for one. It's a new system. It's a new everything else. So – I wouldn't be surprised if um, if Aaron stayed in Green Bay. But, look, that's one of the three, four best quarterbacks in football. If uh, that's the type of person the Raiders are looking at, they're in good shape. Yeah, absolutely. It's going gonna, it's gonna to shape up to be an interesting uh, offseason. It always is. 
with so much going on and and the the, the fight to get that franchise quarterback because like you said most position most important position on the field if you want to go deep in the playoffs as we're seeing with the teams you mentioned uh lee listen we appreciate you spending time with us today and i'm sure we'll catch up with you on down the line thanks again i remember now there's only one team that i have ever owned season tickets for you get all <laughs> luck and stuff i started with the raiders when i was in law school up at berkeley and kept yeah. my season tickets nice uh through through uh oakland los angeles um i i don't have them now but um i'm i've got a raider heart Oh, that's that's good to know. I did not know that. And it's interesting because uh, Las Vegas, I mean, last year was obviously a tough year. The year before that, they made a nice run after all the Gruden disaster to make the playoffs. And then this year, I think people's expectations were really, really high and they didn't pan out. So we had a lot. There's a lot of visiting fans inside Allegiant Stadium. But as you know, being a season ticket holder for the Raider fans, they it doesn't matter if they're 0 and 17 or 17 and 0. Uh, the passion is always there, isn't it? Well, I'll tell you one more story. Sure. So in those early years, I'm sitting at the top row of the entire stadium. and But it's on about the 40-yard line, so it so was pretty good. And there was a, a young red-haired uh, guy who sat next to me um, uh, for some of those years, and his name was Mark. And uh, he, he now owns the Raiders. <laughs> Mark Davis was right next to you, huh? Yes. Did he have Did he have the same haircut back then? No. No. Okay. Yeah. His, hair, his hair was longer. Ah. Okay. That's right. <laughs> Too much. Lee, listen. We appreciate your knowledge on all of this. It's so great. And uh, again, we'll talk to you soon uh, down the line. And we appreciate the time. My pleasure. All right. Take care. All right, there you have it. Uh, Lee Steinberg, super agent. Interesting stuff there. What he said about Derek Carr. First of all. Very enlightening about how it could have ended better. I've been asking that question. Nobody's giving me an answer. He gave me an answer coming from an agent. Coordinated announcement. There you go. So so I'm I'm good with that. I, I think then it's a fair criticism to say the team could have handled it better. No doubt about it. So there you go. And then the market overall for quarterbacks. So Derek Carr, a trade, it sounded like Lee said, listen, it can happen. It all depends if the player and the agent want to take the risk of going on the open market and thinking in a crowded field of free agents if he can get the money. So uh, very, very interesting. But we hope you appreciated that. Just a quick Friday conversation on this show. Thank you guys for joining us. Mo and I will be back next week on Tuesday. We'll talk a little bit about the playoffs and the latest in Raiders news. For my producer, David Stepani and Formo Moten, I am Scott Colbranson. This has been Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your audio. We appreciate it, and we'll talk to you next time.